This is the Influence Leadership Podcast, Episode 27. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Influence Leadership Podcast with Chris Fuller, where our heart is to develop leaders like you and help you increase your individual influence and your leadership skill set. I'm Brett Duncan. I am joined today by Chris Fuller. Hello, Chris. Hey, Brett. How are you? And I'm doing wonderful. It's a great day, great, uh, great time to be in the office and yeah. talking to you about about how we're adding value to others. Uh-huh. And I, you know that's something I always love here in the in the influence leadership office. And it's there's the hustle and the bustle. I mean, we're in the midst of it, right? I mean, it's <laughs> happening, and and we let it. There's a phone ringing right now, yeah. right? So it's awesome. Um, that's how we dig in. So you work this in, and we hope that you are actually kind of working this in. We appreciate you working this into your schedule because we know that can be tough. And that's really one of the values of the podcast is... You know, we do it to add value. And so we really are grateful. I don't take any listener lightly. I don't take any reader lightly. You know, it's, it's your time is a precious commodity. And thank you so much for allowing me that open window to invest in your life. Absolutely. So, you know, let's dig in kind of a continuation of the last episode you shared with us. Uh, that your theme for the year is maturity. Yes. And you kind of broke that down, what it meant. It was quite enlightening. It was actually uh, much sexier than uh, we thought it was going to be, <laughs> right? So that's awesome. Today we want to break out a component of, of one of the main areas of maturity in the way yes. that you're describing it. And that is that leadership is ownership. Right. right? What's that mean? Well, you know, so for, for the mature mindset, an immature mindset blames, an immature mindset abdicates, an immature mindset victimizes self. A, 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 a mature mindset understands that you are responsible for everything in your life and business as it has occurred right now. Um, that ownership mindset, owners know it doesn't matter what the problem or question is. The answer is leadership. Hmm. The answer is a mature mindset. The answer is responsibility. And that really comes into this, this overarching piece and the theme for the year being maturity. And if you're going to own your life, own your year, then you're going to lead your year, lead yourself, and go forward in that mindset. Yeah, and I know, too, a lot kind of how you describe it in this case is ownership and responsibility are, are somewhat interchangeable, right? You are, yeah. If you're if you're owning something, you're going to be responsible for it. How did I get into leadership when I was 17? So way back in the day, talking about when I was 17, um, I was willing to take a risk to get into um, the sales role, so I was willing to be responsible in a full commission environment for feeding myself. But then I was so successful in sales, they made me the sales manager. Now, so that was a little bit of an awkward transition. I won't go into that one today. But ultimately, I was willing to own the success of the department. I was willing for upper management to hold me responsible or accountable for the results of others. And so when you have that responsibility mindset, that accountability, that I'll own it mindset, that is one of the precursors. It's actually one of the tests that I have to to predict future leaders or to even offer them uh, a potential spot in leadership development is if you're not owning it and responsible for it now, why would I consider you for our leadership program? Hmm. Yeah, so that's so good. And, and you know, as, as we break break this down, and, and so I put myself kind of in our listeners' uh, seat, okay, what do I need to do as a leader 
what do I need to do? What do I need to get better at? How do I need to think about truly owning it, right? What yeah. that means. I'm doing my air quotes right now. <laughs> owning it. I want to own it, you know? And so it starts with leading yourself first, right? Absolutely. That's the, that's the first and worst person that you'll ever lead is yourself. Mm. And so now that both of us, um, we were just talking about the need, we weren't necessarily leading ourselves into physical prowess, <laughs> over the uh, over the the last handful of weeks, we were leading ourselves to the buffet line. Yes. Um, now, as you turn into the the mid January, it's time to really start to shape up, and so you start to discipline yourself. You start to lead yourself in what you eat and managing your exercise and doing those things. So the same process works for our lives and works for our businesses. Leadership is ownership. We own our moves. We own our, we take responsibility for our actions and for making the right disciplined habits coming into our life. And that really is, I've got to know my tendency. So if my tendency is, if I have junk food in the house, I'm going to eat it like crazy. Then the discipline of leading myself comes into I give it away to the neighbors. <laughs> yeah. I take all of the uh, all the, the temptation away from me, and I start to discipline myself through a an effective system. Right, and the system is have great things in the house to eat, mm -hmm. have these disciplined habits and accountability meetings, and you know what? The process, the system, the methods will support the the uh, the ultimately the success. Yeah. So, and, and we've talked so much too about uh, I feel like tendencies. Maturity is obviously the word of the year, but we've talked a lot the last three episodes or so about tendencies, right? Yes. Because it's so vital to recognize what your tendencies are so you can build all this stuff around it, so you can plan for it. Right. Yeah. You know, the, the only way to achieve amazing things outwardly is to conquer the inward dragons that you need to slay. Mm -hmm. And so if I know the dragons and I know my tendencies, then I'm gonna know where I'm gonna get stuck in the weeds. What are the thousand little things that nibble me to death every day that cause me to lose distraction? Or, you know, it can be all of these things that we've talked about in previous episodes, talking about my mindset, what are the thousand things I tell myself daily that are defeating uh, mindset, mental issues, what are the things that systemically the business needs to mature on. So all of that particular piece means I need to come back, I need to know myself, know my tendencies, then I can transfer and start to know the business tendencies, then we can learn, um, uh, so ultimately, to map that out to the success habits. Yeah, you know, something that I started doing last year, um, one, a, a goal was to begin to start journaling more. You know, and it's like a goal every year and it just sits there blank, right? So, but I actually acted on it at least some last year. Great. I still want to grow from there, right? But one of the things I noticed, it kind of relates to this because for me, as you're talking about know my beliefs, know my tendencies or whatever, it's very easy for me to recognize it real fast and then say, ah, put that away. Like, I don't, you know, I don't need to deal with that. That's not the issue or, or whatever. Or, hey, that's just how it is and there's nothing I need to do about it. So to be deliberate in my journaling, you know, what I have a template I use, and one of the questions I force myself to ask every morning is, what are you worried about? And from that worry, a lot of times comes beliefs, right? Absolutely. And the reality is rarely as worrisome as my beliefs are, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I, I want to challenge everyone as you're thinking about this, be deliberate about it because it is fundamental to success as you're describing it and it has been proven over and over again. Know yourself, know your tendencies, and if you have trouble doing that, put something that simple in place. Force yourself to answer whatever question it needs to be 
to know yourself. You know, I love it. And a couple of things that I love about that is, number one, in knowing my tendency, the best gift that you can give yourself, your December 31st, 2017 self, is exactly what you're talking about, Brett. Um, Because imagine if you took last year's journal, right, and you journaled weekly or monthly, and you went through and you looked at the 52 journal entries that you made, that was not only what happened this week, but what am I thinking about this week? What's on my mind? What am I worried about? Then imagine the pattern that you're gonna be able to see having 52 of those in front of you, December 31st of, of the end of this year. So that's, a, that's an amazing gift that you've just given our listeners is to do that journaling, but also not only what went on to do a little bit of a debrief, but what am I worried about? What am I thinking about? And mm-hmm. what's the messages in my head today? Yeah. So I love that particular piece. That's that's great. And a couple of things, you know, I've heard fear. I love fear. Um, a couple of people have talked about fear. We'll just chase this rabbit for a second. And they said fear is interest paid on a debt that is not yours hmm. or may never be due. Yeah. And, and the other thing is, you know, I love the acronym FEAR is false expectations appearing real. Um, that's kind of an oldie. Uh, but when you fear something, you know, what am I expecting? What am I believing? And, and talking about beliefs driving behaviors, you can actually attract some of that stuff. So yeah. getting in your own head about your own tendencies and knowing that helps you to put a plan in place around shaping the right beliefs and leading yourself first. And and I guarantee you now, now we're recording this um, uh, prior to the January 9th uh, college football playoff between Alabama and Clemson, right? Yeah. I guarantee you right now, both head coaches are deeply studying film, right? And what are they looking for in that historic review? The tendencies of the opponent. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the opponent is ourself. Yeah. And so when we look at our tendencies, it's like studying our own game film. Why? Because we need to put a plan in place to counteract the tendencies that are going to essentially come against us that are going to look to defeat us and and our future and our success habits. That comes into how do I do that? Lead myself first own each point of that and so that I can shape my strategic future. Yeah, so step one is definitely to, to really own it is leading yourself first. But then we, we get into, okay, how do we take on the ownership mindset? You yeah. know, I mean, how do we, okay, I've looked at myself, but how do I really start to apply that, you know, and and what are the, the I don't know, what are the differences, right? If it's this way on the one hand, what is it on the other? Right. Yeah. So one of the pieces, you know, number one, we we start to put a plan around it. We've kind of already talked about that. But, you know, years ago, I had a friend of mine. We were reading Seven Habits together. He was a mentor of mine. And uh, uh, Jim is is one of the biggest. uh, When I look at mentors, when I look at uh, people that have impacted my life, Jim's one of those guys. And uh, and essentially, there was a period of time where I was going through some some, you know, some struggle points. And and uh, and a mentor of mine essentially said, Fuller, you are. 100% 100% responsible for your life and business as it is right now. And and I wanted to make uh, this particular mentor bleed um, because that was such a rough statement. I had been um, cheated out of around $100,000, $150,000 and had some other stuff going on. And, and that was some tough words. And then I, I thought he was telling me it was my fault. I thought he was blaming me. And what he was telling me is, 
What I didn't know is he was one chapter ahead of me in Seven Habits. Mm. And, and talking about Covey's responsibility mindset, you're responsible for your life and business just as it is. And Covey breaks up the word responsible into response-able. Mm-hmm. In other words, you're not a victim of the circumstances. You are an owner in it. You are responsible in it. What does that mean? There's some action you can take. You are responsible able. Your hands aren't tied. There's something you can do to start to work your way out of whatever situation you're in. You are response able. You have the power within you to act and the power to act will lead to your way towards success. So own it, lead it, move towards it, have that ownership mindset, be response able for everything that's going on in your life right now. Well, it reminds me, too, of the quote, I'm sure I'll butcher it, but I think Eisenhower said, you know, when you go into battle, you know, your plan means nothing. <laughs> but planning means everything. Right. right. And that idea of, yes, we plan, of course we should plan, but we also have to be able to respond to all the stuff we have no idea could happen. Yes. Yeah. You know, one of the things that, that my brother says uh, all the time, and, and he reminds me of it, and I, I use it often, but I ripped it off from him. I'm sure he got it from somebody. Uh, all knowledge is shared knowledge, That's right? right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially once it's on the internet. Nice. <laughs> uh, but he, he essentially says, you know what? Um, a lack of planning and uh, or planning and diligence doesn't guarantee success, but a lack of planning and a lack of diligence sure virtually guarantees failure. Yeah. And so that same thing, we gotta, we got to make the plan, plan the work, work the plan. Yep, there you go. So we've got our mindset, you know, and it's really, uh, you know, we're, we're owning it, we're responsible, we're active, you know, versus we blame others, right? And that's a big one you've brought up. It's yeah. Blame starts to come up a lot, right, when you're not in the right mindset. Yeah, you know, um, uh, just a couple of weeks in, yeah. where am I blaming my failure? Whom am I blaming my failure on? Am I externalizing or internalizing, right? So the responsibility, the ownership mindset, I want ownership, I want active, I want responsible, I don't want abdication, I don't want a victim mindset, I don't want blaming others, I don't want passivity. And so when I'm looking at that ownership versus victim mindset, when I'm looking at that passive versus active, aggressive mindset, those are key pieces that I, in my own mind, I want to eradicate those things. Why? Because passivity, because blaming, because uh, you know, uh, externalizing, abdicating, all of that is going to make my mission, my dream, my hope, my future elusive. And I don't want it to be elusive. I want it to be obtained. I want to live in the destiny. And so destiny means a predetermined destination. And so as I look at that destiny and I say it's a predetermined destination, then I've got to own where I am today. I've got to own that destination, but I've got to own the moves between my present location and I've got to own the GPS coordinates to the end and run that race that's marked out for me. Mm, outstanding. So we've taken on the ownership mindset, um, which again, that to me, that's I could just camp out there forever. Um, but then we move into, okay, we're talking about owning it. What is it actually that we're owning as leaders? You know, And there's lots of things we could own, but you kind of break it down into two things. One we're going to camp out on today, and one we're actually going to spend some time on in another episode. But what are those two things that we really need to focus on owning? I think if you're going to own something, you got to own your mission and you got to own your methods. Okay. Um, so owning the mission, nobody else has that unique 
mission that you do. No one has your purpose. No one has your destiny. So you have that uniqueness. Own your uniqueness. Own that mission. Own that purpose. Own that passion. Mm -hmm. That's where life resides is in purpose and passion. That's fulfillment. Uh, but you've got to own the methods, right? Um, so if I have mission, vision, purpose, I have that. But, but if I don't have methods, then all of it is going to frustrate. See, when, when, when purpose meets process, amazing things can happen. When mission meets methods, that's where amazing attainment can have uh, happen. So I want to just focus on those two things. What's your mission, vision, purpose, but what's your methodology to be able to attain it? What's your systemic movements towards success? And so when you're looking at that, what trumps what? You know, <laughs> when you're looking at mission and, and methods. Well, you know, I would say that obviously mission trumps methods. One of the, the statements that I've heard lately is that we date the method but marry the mission. So you know what, you wanna date the method, we may try a method, but we may back out of that and go, you know what, nah, that method didn't work. Where if mission success is, if mission critical is mission critical, then the methods can change, but the mission never does. And so this is where I'm headed, and you know what, we may hit a, a place and we may hit a little bit of a roadblock. Well, we've got to plug that into the GPS. The method is going to change. We're going to circumvent. We're going to reroute. And then we're going to go continue on towards that mission. Mission trumps method. Date the method. Marry the mission. Achieve the destiny. And that goes back to being able to respond, right? Absolutely. And change the methods when you see they need to be changed. <laughs> you know, uh, old definition of insanity, continuing to do the same thing over and over, expecting different results. Yeah. Where am I being insane to myself? Mm -hmm. um, and, and so when I look at it, you know, is there something I need to adapt, right? On the trail, it's adapt or die. Back to the Iditarod message. We're headed to Nome. We're headed to the Burled Arch. And that's the mission, vision, purpose. But the method along the way, do we run faster? Do we run slower? Where do we take our breaks? How do we evolve our methodology, right? The entire race methodology, ready, action, checkpoints, and evolution is about the same thing. Date or evolve the methodology by reviewing it in the checkpoints to control your actions, preparation precedes purposeful process. Well, there we go. If you didn't know how to own it before, you know how to do it now. Uh, but it is leadership, especially mature leadership, thinking about this maturely uh, is all about ownership, all about responsibility. And we broke that down for you today. And we're going to continue with that. We're going to dig into the methods just a little bit more in our next episode. Yeah, so great. That'll be awesome. But we thank you for being with us on today's episode. Would love for you to rate the podcast. That helps us a ton, helps other people like you find it. And um, also want to encourage you to go to the website, uh, a brand new, newly designed influenceleadership.com. Uh, all things Chris, if you're interested in working with Chris, uh, if you want to see some of his keynote presentations and video clips and notes and all kinds of things that you can download, it's all there. And the first thing you should do when you get there is put your email address into the window that's going to come up because what do they get when they do that, Chris? You get a hundred and fuller or 151 of my favorite little one-liners. They call them fullerisms. So top 151 fullerisms. You'll get that in a PDF and be able to impress your friends with quippy one-liners. Excellent. And who doesn't want to do that? So it will uh, definitely, again, uh, there, 
each one of those one-liners really packs a lot of punch and it's certainly thought-provoking so I encourage you to do that uh, great great resource uh, and we definitely encourage you to be on the next episode so as we close out here Chris any closing thoughts you know, the closing thoughts are um, it's getting raucous in the office. It so is, it's yeah. uh, there's love the energy, love the enthusiasm of the office. But again, I want to encourage you. We have a unique mission, and I want to focus on the maturity of the methodology towards your progression. You can reach your dreams, hopes, goals um, with enough checkpoints and enough discipline. So I want to encourage you. Keep going. You know what? Um, if it was easy, everybody would do it. So let's just take this, you know, um, three or four weeks into, into the new year, everybody's resolution starts to drop off. I want you to move from resolution to resolute. Mm. And resolute means set your face on purpose towards your dream. Hold on. Don't let go. Keep it up. And we'll see you on the other side of it. And thanks for joining us today on the Influence Leadership Podcast.